0: Oh, hello, all my chicks and chickadees. <laughs> what we have for you here is a little bit of a special presentation as the Ohio Cup uh, happened recently over Labor Day weekend a few weeks back, and your favorite host of the Roller Barrel show Rudy Swamp Fox Frias was in attendance, and he was able to get an interview with Ryan Sauce Robinson of the Arizona Territories. Would you like to know more about Ryan? I think that you might. Uh, But the thing is, is when Rudy got done with his 30 minutes with Ryan, he contacted me and said, I don't think that was enough time with Ryan. We're going to need another hour, so we're going to consider this first 30 minutes recorded live at the Ohio Cup, part one of two, as this coming Friday, which will be the 20th, 20, 20th, 20, 20, 27 20, 20, 30th? 30th, let me refer to my calendar. Twenty-ninth? <laughs> yeah, this Friday, the twenty-ninth, we'll be recording that hour with Ryan. But uh here's 30 minutes with Ryan talking about uh his travels between Michigan, Ohio, and Arizona multiple times in his life. And uh if you like vintage baseball, you'll be interested in what it's like in Arizona for somebody who started out in Michigan. And now, without further ado, the Spanish spokesman for Bed, Bath, and Beyond, Rudy Frias. Hey friends, welcome to the 31st annual
1: Ohio Cup Vintage Baseball Festival. Swamp Fox Free is here on location. The Barrel Roller, he just decided that he was too cool for school and couldn't make this event. So I'm running solo, but today I have the honor and the privilege to sit down with Sauce. From the Arizona territories baseball club and that's what they're listed as in the in the Ohio Cup schedule and I want you to take an opportunity sauce to uh, talk about let's, let's, let's get into some Arizona vintage baseball so first things first when did you find out about Vintage Baseball, and yeah. how did you find
2: out about Vintage Baseball? Well, thanks, Rudy. I, uh, I found out about Vintage Baseball. I grew up in Michigan. Okay. And so there's a big tournament every year at the Henry Ford, which we were members and we go all the time. So I'd take my niece, who's now a junior at Michigan State. She was two years old, and we'd sit and watch the games and trying to figure out how I could get on that and thought, oh, well, it's a Michigan thing. I moved to San Francisco uh-huh. in Golden Gate Park, this beautiful strip of uh, in the Panhandle. um it, it are these beautiful ballparks. There's 10 teams, five in the city, five in the East Bay. I watched them, I gave them my name. They brought up, now they play 1880s ball. A little different. You have a, um, a sort of a riding glove is a mitt with no web and the ball's harder, they have a little more equipment. I moved from San Francisco to Arizona, Googled it, Found it, and uh, we played these 1860s balls, and you could see no gloves, and my hands are all torn up from yeah from from the situation. But it's been a blast. We're now in uh, in my second season. That is that is
1: so hilarious because uh, the roller out the barrel show, the genesis, the uh, the or uh, the origin story is is that it came from. A conversation at the World Tournament, where or, or a gentleman who is a part of the club, the Lottie does who run the yeah. World Tournament, said, "I really want to learn more about people who vin- play vintage baseball." So it's so wild that a, a Midwesterner uh, transplant out to Arizona here is joining us. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So. You well traveled, played a, played a lot of places. It sounds like that's right. Um,
2: who are you playing for in Arizona at the moment? Our team's the uh, defending champions, the Higley Haymakers, and uh, Higley is a little village just east of Phoenix.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Um, and we put the team together, and in our first season, we beat uh, the Mesa Miners. Mesa was a three-time defending league champ and hadn't lost the game all season until until the big one, Until yeah. the one for the. One for the trophy, and we took them down, and we were real proud. They're a great, great bunch of guys, and uh, we were excited and actually a little surprised ourselves. Oh,
1: that's amazing. <laughs> and
2: had a, had a great end to a first season. Nice.
1: That's fantastic. Yeah. I believe we've had a conversation with uh, an individ- a couple of individuals from the Mesa Miners in yes. uh, the previous episodes. So that's that's Good been... ball players. Yeah?
2: Really good ball players. Now,
1: what, what kind of role set are you playing by out in Arizona?
2: Yeah, great question. We don't play uh, the, the the attached to the bag, the, the tethered to the bag. We play open field. We usually play on ballparks. It's less uh, big grassy knolls and more okay. of baseball fields. Um, so a couple of truer bounces. We do a two-man gentleman's uh, two-step gentleman's lead. Uh huh. No stealing.
1: No stealing. Okay. No stealing.
2: You can't. Yeah. There's that. So this has been a lot of fun to be able to take off when the catcher muffs the ball, right? <laughs> yeah. I, as a leadoff guy, so you take advantage of that out there. And I have to teach my team to take a pitch here and there because <laughs> yeah. my. My brother in uh, nuts doesn't like to take a pitch ever, so I had to yell at him.
1: <laughs> that's amazing. So you talked about so you mentioned your
2: brother. You play with your brother? No, I'm oh, sorry. Oh. Uh, my, my brother is actually here because yeah. we grew up just across the state line in Michigan. They drove the two and a half okay. hours from Toledo with uh, his best friend that's okay. been around my whole life. They're down here watching the game. And yesterday, uh, my 85-year-old mom came and sat outside oh. with the... Uh, with my sister and watch games. And that's the first time she's gotten to watch me play ball in 20 years. It made me a little... Uh, I got a little emotional yesterday Absolutely. being able to play in front of my mom. It was nice. Yeah, yeah. It was really a, great. Yeah. She's like, that was her thing. Baseball's her game. And I love that. She'll sit and watch a ball game on her own. And uh, it's just such a huge part of our family that uh, being able to play in front of her was really nice. And I hit a... You know, I'm a little guy. I'm oh, a leadoff yeah. guy. But I, bla- I, mean, I hit a pretty far one yesterday that right center that was a ground rule double i'm not hitting any home runs but my mom was proud so it was cool
1: nice yeah. that's fantastic yeah we had the opportunity the capitals had the opportunity to play you guys yesterday and it was yeah just that's a who i hit it off yeah yeah, that was yeah us.
2: They, they beat us pretty good but uh you know my mom looks over that
1: we, yeah that, we don't really pay attention because i mean as you just mentioned like we set up tent village because we stayed at that field for four three games yeah. so like By that time, we were pretty sauced, yeah. Because we, you know, we had uh, enjoyed food and beverage, and so we were just out there having a great time. It was a pleasure to be out there with you. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool. So, um, talk about what this season has been like for your team out in Arizona. What? So,
2: are you in in the the middle season? Off season, because it is when we left Arizona, it was 110 degrees. Oh my God. which, you know, learning how to live there is my second year in Arizona. You wake up at 5.30 and you get whatever physical activity you want done by 7.30 and then you go out after the sun goes down. Now, it sounds awful, and it is, (laughs) but we have three bad months, really just two, but but three months that are a little rough, and then nine months of beauty. And I grew up you know, just north of Toledo yeah. you have kind of eight bad months, nine bad months, and a few good ones. So you just live with it. Um so we're in our off season. We're just about to start up again. Okay. And uh so we're still riding high from, from the end and do a couple practices here and there. Okay. But generally it's a winter run, which is nice. And actually we talked about this. What I one of the things that I want the whole community to know is when they're bored, and they're freezing in Minnesota or Ohio or Michigan, to come out and play with us. We do open tournaments. There's a beautiful open tournament at the end of March, early April, called the Copper Classic. It's in Bisbee, Arizona. Great little town. Um, and I'll get you the details, too, yeah. so you can hand them out. Totally. But it's an open ter- tournament in the oldest ballpark west of the Mississippi, Warren Ballpark, that they've preserved. Um, it's so much fun, and I want as many teams to come out there as they can we do i do a lot of the announcing just for fun and yeah it's a great time there there's a concession stands there's bat maker all the things you see here but yeah. but in arizona
1: that's amazing and yeah. we talk about that all the time about like clubs that th- they they go on hiatus that so the ohio cup in yeah. the midwest kind of signifies the end of the season and it's for our Mose. start yeah, yeah right and so like and the way that things have happened recently with the 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 temperature here you could play baseball up until mid-october here yeah and then it starts to get a little cool and you get a but then you know you're not you're not getting back out there till april right honestly and we've been like guys there you can go down i've been down to florida in february to play
2: arizona would be fantastic It's great spring training think about this you could put a spring training week together to go watch some ball games, yeah. and then come and play your own weekend. That's amazing. Um, yeah. And we do. We're working on some other things. It, COVID uh, took the league out a bit, yeah. and it's really restarting again. We, I think we have eight teams now oh, yeah. from all over the state. So there's teams in Yuma, Bisbee, uh, Phoenix, of course, Metro Phoenix, Tucson, and there's um, you know Phoenix is a big, it's yeah. a big sprawling place. So if you're on the west side of Phoenix and Buckeye. Uh, versus the east side of Phoenix and Mesa, you're 35 minute drive. So, yeah. so it's a bit of a travel for them, but we have a great time.
1: That's fantastic. The yeah. uh, leagues have yet to take off here in the Midwest. Yeah. Um, it it's been. There's well, been that's
2: because all the Midwesterners moved to Arizona. <laughs> right? and We got a league there. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> hey, talk about talk
1: about that the league. Talk. I mean, you you did a sure. little bit talking about you talked about the number of clubs. Yeah. But. What is the structure of the league? Is are there divisions? Are you playing, or
2: is it no, everybody no? Everyone's in one. Okay. And um, it, it, and it's still developing, right? But this year there were really two top teams by by um by record, and uh-huh. so it was evident we should play in the championship. Okay. So that's how it went. So it was kind of old school, right? Okay. You're all in one division, and the top two play for the pull shooting match that's awesome yeah
1: that's fantastic and and you're you're coming out you're defending we're right?
2: the defending champs yes
1: how's it look say it as long as we can yeah, say it absolutely. right <laughs> <laughs> I, I know you get that one championship yeah yeah you're like, you're we've run. got all the way
2: till april to
1: say it so there we're gonna wear it out nice what's uh in the off season uh because we talked we started hinting about like what vintage teams do in sure. the off season um
2: is there is it just like so we travel a bit, right? This yeah. is this is not our Higley team. This yeah. is a this is a collection of different Arizona players. Okay. And so the Arizona Territory Last Dutchman is the is the team name and we have members from Tucson, um, Higley, uh-huh. um, I'm trying to think of any other teams that are represented. I don't want to leave them out, but give me a minute to think on it. Of Phoenix, Phoenix okay. Senators is another one of our ball players. And um, and so we've we played in Colorado. We played in the Colorado tournament. Okay. And uh, and then this one. And we're always looking to see yeah. where where to go to next. And really, you know, um, how do you pay for it, right? I mean, we're all self funding. Yeah. But could we do something where some of the younger guys from our our all season team, our regular team, could come out? Yeah. You know, and some sort of fundraiser make sure that the young guys can pay the airfare
1: absolutely right. it's a
2: long drive it is yeah. oh gosh yeah. yeah talk
1: about like did you fly
2: we flew yeah okay. and one of them one of them their contraptions in the sky <laughs> yeah right yeah, yeah. yeah we're directly <laughs> bang in the things. yeah
1: right i understand that no we uh we definitely uh need to Delve as the podcast as a whole into Arizona baseball. It sounds yeah. like, like because yeah. we're just on the tip of the iceberg. Like sure. we we've inter- we've talked to a bunch of teams on the West Coast, um, and uh, and talked about vintage baseball out there. But it seems like like Arizona has a thriving, growing community. That's right, and that's v- super exciting. Talk about. So, this is your first experience at the Ohio Cup. Yes. You've already kind of hinted at, it's an adjustment to... Uh, Some rule changes. The, yeah. yeah, the rules, quotes, the <laughs> uh, custom uh, uh, rule set here. Um, Talk about your first uh, day yesterday. Well, I mean, yeah. the, the club, if you remember any clubs sure, you I played... Sure, I remember all of them. Yeah, it we'll talk was, about uh, that.
2: Yeah, they gave us a, a spanking, so uh, <laughs> you know, I think they made us say their names.
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> we played Akron. Okay, the Black Stockings, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we played, uh, as you noted, the Columbus team. We played... Um, you know I can't rem- the first team was the something 9 and I can't remember where they were from. Now. Did
1: they have a big 9 on their yes. shirt? The Volunteers of the Ohio. That was a uh that was a combined team of Oh yeah, of there's like 30 guys. The Monarchs,
2: <laughs> the lineup. Like yeah. oh we haven't seen this guy yet. It's a
1: fifth I, inning. I know. Well, that's thankfully by the time we got to you, we had lost a few people. We had 16 guys for the first two matches and yeah. it was just like our, I'll just sit and watch You know But like So yeah You got to experience The Monarchs The Volunteers Of the Ohio Ninth, And I believe The Black Bottom 9 Yes that's that's right And then
2: the Minnesota team We ended the day with Which uh, The fun guys The ones that are playing Right over here Wow. They they live up to the name, man. They are a good group of uh, gents to play. We had a lot of fun with yeah, them. Yeah, that's great. It was a perfect way to end the day. That's great. Um, and you know, what What I'll tell you is the rules were a little different. But, and we have a, you know, it's a different team. So we were trying to figure out where people played. And I'll tell you those were not the teams to start off learning who did what and where we should be because they they took full advantage and and they were a really solid solid bunch of squads so
1: that's fantastic man I'm I'm glad you guys got the opportunity I know the Ohio Cup as we stated you know it's 30 the 31st year of the Ohio Cup and so they definitely strive to get as many clubs from across the country to come out and I mean It was the highlight of my Ohio Cup to get a chance to play you guys because we've—it's a bucket list. We've never played anybody from Arizona, and so that was that was really great. And it seems like you got a good variety. Like the Black Stockings have been around in Ohio for almost 30 those years those boys can hit yeah they're, they're, those yeah. boys can hit yeah, you can tell club. there's a little softball in that old vintage <laughs> baseball team <laughs> <I do. laughs> those boys can hit that's the best way I've ever heard it put a little <laughs> bit of softball <laughs> that's amazing yeah so let's talk uh, we like to do a segment sure. on the podcast where we talk about your earliest memories mm. of baseball when you were oh, a kid. When you. was vintage? Uh, not vintage. When was baseball? Kid oh in yeah, your this life? is
2: great. So I was. Pete Rose was going for the record, right? Okay. In uh, what September eleventh, nineteen eighty five, I think he broke it. Uh-huh. Back with Cincinnati. So September eleventh, nineteen eighty five, I'm five, turning six and uh, all i heard the two names i heard because i grew up you know just just yeah. north of toledo were pete rose and babe ruth and i came home to my mom who i referenced earlier and i said mom i'm a yankees fan because babe ruth's my favorite player and she said is that right why and i said well pete rose is dead and she goes pete rose is dead <laughs> <laughs> and she's so worried because <laughs> he's in the midst of the the, the record and i said And she goes, no honey, no honey. Pete Rose is alive. Babe Ruth is dead. And I said, oh, well, then I'm a Reds fan. And so that's how I became a Reds fan. And, and I've always been 14. And I love, I love Pete. Uh, It's just, yeah. So that's, that was my earliest memory of baseball. I love that.
1: <laughs> I'm going to uh, the the next question uh, for Barrel Roller is he la- he wants to know what baseball games looked like growing up for you. He's like sure. he's like cuz it's it, I'm trying to get the vernacular right here the the script right for you Barrel Roller. You can't get nine guys. Or you can't get 18 guys together in your neighborhood to play baseball, right? right? Yeah. So you going out in the backyards or wherever, what does baseball look like sure. when you as a kid?
2: Man, I grew up in a, a really great little town, a little yeah. great farm town right outside of Toledo, just across the line. Yeah. And, uh, and we had this place called White Park. Mm-hmm. We didn't have all the travel teams. We didn't have all the, you know, thousand dollars to go to here yeah. when you're seven years old. Yeah. Everyone was in one league. It was Bedford Boys Baseball, 3B, and everybody played in it. What was it? Uh, Nine, ten was one peewee, Wee. Uh, Eleven, twelve was uh, Minors, and thirteen, fourteen was Colt. And every kid went through it, and it was it was the. There's six ball fields out there. Uh, gravel, you know, was, yeah. we always played on gravel, so I probably still have gravel in my knees from <laughs> yeah. from diving around and grass, gravel and grass, and backstops. Uh, big concession stand in the middle. And it's where we spent every day of our summers. And when you weren't playing, you were out watching your friends play. Oh, man. It was... Um, we couldn't ask for a better childhood when it came to summer. Oh,
1: yeah. thats that sounds amazing. And, oh, I love that so much. It's, it, it's the formative years of baseball that really... Uh, kind of dictate how you grow up yeah. through the game as you as you kind of hinted at there's a little bit of softball and vintage baseball and you can kind of tell those guys oh, yeah. and uh, you you get a vibe right away that <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. you're like you oh do. you're you're out here for something else yeah, you're out here to
2: <laughs> annihilate okay yeah, right. yeah that's yeah, great I, I like that home runs are illegal that makes <laughs> this a lot better yeah, right. home runs are out yeah. yeah
1: that uh, we lost a, uh, we, there, people i've heard you won't hear anything because you're an honored guest and considering that i've been a part of the ohio village muffins for 30 some years wow uh They gave me a lot of crap about how many balls we put over the fence during our game. And I was like, it wasn't our, we weren't trying to, I promise. But that's, yeah, uh, one of the customs out here, folks, is that any ball over the fence. On a fly. On a fly is an out.
2: They will give you a ground roll double. Yeah, but you got
1: to strategically hit it so it bounces before the fence. Yeah, well, like I said,
2: (laughs) (laughs) my strategy is I never hit home runs. And so getting a ground roll double is as good as it gets.
1: I love it. That's amazing. You know, um how you just finished up a pretty successful match yeah, for, against great. against the host club, the Ohio Village Muffins here at Muffin Meadow. Yeah. Uh we talked about how it was kind of a, a pretty big deal to have an Arizona club play on this field, which is kind of the birthplace of vintage baseball for the Midwest. Yeah. What's the rest of your day look like here at the Ohio Cup?
2: Uh yeah, we've got a couple more games, one at two, one at four. Um uh, being able to get a win against the Muffins was really nice um, what a good group of guys I was chatting with two of the gentlemen who were uh, Tally Masters and they'd been here since the 80's yeah, they those, were the, Le- the Andersons yeah really yep, Yeah, they played, uh, they're two of the originals they said and yeah. so that was really pretty cool um, and we had some fill-ins so we had some Cincinnati Red Stockings um, that I have to get a picture with because I'm going to say those are the freshest jerseys out here that all all white yeah with the red (laughs) sea and the red socks and they said those are all homemade jerseys yeah they they looked sweet so we were glad to have them with us um yeah so a couple more games and i did i haven't mentioned this but i did my undergrad at ohio state so this is a bit of a homecoming and last night um our left fielder in this game but usually my my, my Lou Whitaker to my Alan Trammell uh, <laughs> uh, was uh, he went to Ohio State as well so he and I stayed out a little bit and just took in the sights Heck yeah. after a ball game last night and remember the old days and uh, <laughs> so we'll probably do something like that again nice uh, you don't get called sauce for staying in uh, and, <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> you
1: know what you brought it up and now uh, we like to talk about the origins of that moniker your nickname yeah. sauce let's get into so i
2: started out in san francisco as ryan robinson and then uh really not long after that playing 1880s ball with the san francisco san francisco eagles Mm -hmm. that are having a renaissance that was the first uh, club ever in san francisco and when we were playing we were pulling out of the cellar but uh covid shortened that season that i got to play with them then i relocated and now they're, they're battling in uh, the San Francisco League, the Bay Area Vintage Baseball League, mm-hmm. which is a lovely, uh, really well done league, great, really well run. And they're battling for, for the title, uh, for the division title. Yeah. And, and so both my, my uh, lack of fear for, for brown, brown water, <laughs> and, uh, and really it's much less cool than that. We were sitting there, we were dying of food. Uh, Dying for food, and one of our guys uh, has a couple kids out there, and they brought snacks. And one of those silly things, I was dying for food. I was hungry, probably from drinking too much sauce the night before. And he had one of these little twisty applesauce things, and I pound it, and I'm like, I am revitalized. I played the game of my life. And he's like, we're going to call you applesauce. Everyone's like, that doesn't make sense. So they shortened it to sauce, and it worked all the way around for all of my... Favorite uh, extracurriculars? You're both eating and drinking. Yeah.
1: That is amazing. Yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. That's that's the that's the type of origin story you want for <laughs> a, a nickname. That's fantastic. You know, um, you mentioned being an Ohio State grad. Did you get a chance to go down to High Street and check out the changes of everything? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: I went down to High Street. We were in the short north okay. last night. Yeah. I'll get back to campus before I go, but. My best friend is based here. Um, yeah. Like I said, my family's all able to drive down. That's fantastic. I, um, I actually went to, I did my graduate degree at the school up north, and uh-huh. then also worked there. So I have to keep my Buckeye loyalties <laughs> quiet when I was up there for work, the paycheck mattered more. But they all knew I would, I would sneak in a scarlet and gray scarf and hat for the game, yeah. right? And then in the fourth quarter, I'd leave the luxury box, because you're working it, and I'd go down into the stands. We'd win. I'd be all wrapped up in Scarlet (laughs) and Gray. I'd sing Carmen, Ohio. And, you know, get a little teary-eyed. I'd take it all off and then walk out of the stadium. But my my Buckeye loyalties have never waned, ever. And so, yeah, I'll get down to campus before I uh, leave uh, leave Columbus. That
1: is fantastic. You know, as we... uh, inch ever so close to the end of this episode um, you've, you I mean I, I am thrilled to learn more about vintage baseball in Arizona your journey uh, your experience if there was a club out there that needed to reach out to anybody about possibly yeah scheduling something how would they go about doing this
2: it's a great question um, there's there's many way I mean we have a website there's um, there's Patrick Murphy, uh, who is our captain, and we call him the mayor because he does a lot of that. Okay. But I'll just give you my email. I mean, I could do okay. it on the air. Yeah, do it on the air. Um, don't sign me up for a bunch of weird stuff, please. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's just Ryan M. Robinson. Just my name. Ryan M. as in Michael Robinson at gmail.com. You guys can hit me up, and I'll direct you in the way that you need to be. Uh, We'd love to host you for the Copper Classic. That, to me, is the highlight. Yeah. But we're growing some other things. There's a really cool town called um, Globe, Arizona. Mm -hmm. Best, honest to God, best dive bar I've ever found. It is, the lady that's owned it in 1950 still owns it. If you don't pay your bill, her name, you got a bad check. The names are still on the... And, she's the, and nice. people come in they're like, can I get my name off that? And she goes, when I die. <laughs> she's the best. Her name's Stella. Um, so we've never done anything, but this, this field sits over and looks over the mountains in Globe, the Superstition Mountains.
1: Super, okay, yes. Right?
2: Yes. So we're working on building that out, too. So there's going to be a couple big things, because we want you guys to come for... There's a big uh, golf tournament called the Waste Management Phoenix yeah. Open.
1: The 17th hole, I hear, is like uh, 16th. 16th hole, yeah. oh, there it
2: is. It's a good time. Ball coming. Um, a little, little action yeah. in yeah. here. We're doing a podcast okay, well, over get it, here. Get it together, Frius. Yeah, thank you. Get it together. So, So that would be good. That's in the works, but the Copper Classic in Warren... At Warren Ballpark in Bisbee, Arizona. You put that in the Google search term, you'll know where to find it. But just send me a note, and I'll connect you with the guy who gets it done.
1: Man, see, this is dangerous because lots of good bars there too. My wife and kids aren't here, so I'm like, sign me up. I'm there. (laughs) You like we? I love Southwest. I love. I mean, I'm. the superstition mountains you saw me light up i didn't. know i'm like it, it,
2: <laughs> the, the thing i heard when i moved to arizona and this is no knock on the valley or phoenix but they said this is the ugliest part of the state and and it's beautiful yeah. so just imagine you yeah. get up there's sedona there's flagstaff your wife and kids will want to be out of yes. make it a spring break right so february what? you have the, the golf classic if you want to come to something like that march spring training you come and watch some spring training games, you make your spring training and then you go and play at the, the oldest ballpark west of Mississippi where Shoeless Joe played, I mean it's that old. There's There's a lot of history at Warren Ballpark and it's a beautiful little artsy town with nice good places for dinner, good places for a drink. Oh. It is really the highlight of the year and it's our capstone, it's our end of season fun, very similar to this. Uh, you guys would have a blast, and we'd love to have you.
1: Oh, my gosh. There are going to be so many clubs that hear this, Good. and I cannot wait to see the growth. Barrel Roller is going to be kicking himself when he hears this interview because hes <laughs> I know I'm missing a ton of questions that he would like to expand on so don't be surprised if we reach out for a more in-depth hour-long interview great because we do like we do zooms and and we get people together and we do a much deeper dive than this but i want to honor the tradition of the podcast and give you a little pepper these are rapid fire questions um and just the first answer off the top of your head uh
2: it's family friendly yeah Yeah. totally
1: family friendly (laughs) we're going to start it off with this uh Sauce, what was the first concert you ever attended?
2: Boys the Men, Montel Jordan, Mary J Blige. Boys the Men led are were the headline, and we all wore 1994-95. We all wore uh, blue denim shirts and khakis.
0: Wow. <laughs> He's really bad. Oh my gosh!
1: That is the best answer to the question we've ever had. Okay. Oh my gosh. All right. I, I need you to
2: name your uh, your second favorite baseball player. What? Give me your second sure. favorite. Yeah. I mean, the first name that came to mind was Ty Cobb, but I'd say Ricky Henderson. Ricky Henderson. Yeah. Fantastic.
1: Do, uh, do you believe in aliens? Yes. Nice. Fantastic. Uh, in the uh, morning, what's the first thing you're doing? Uh, are you getting
2: a cup of coffee or you're brushing your teeth? Oh, between the two? Yeah. Coffee for sure. Unless I go to the coffee shop and then I kind of do a surface thing just not to blow people away because I'm a talker and I know I'm going to talk so I'm like I don't want to kill them but I don't want to spend all the time of brushing my teeth to do it You know, I love it I love it what was your first car a Ford Mustang convertible my mom got it for me yeah I'm the fourth kid, so by the point they got to us, they had, they had a little more money to spend than they did on the first three.
1: Good Lord, you're like the coolest
2: person I've ever met with the Ford Mustang. <laughs> hey man, oh I'm gosh. from Michigan. You're, you're not driving Mustang. that foreign stuff back in the That's, 90s. Oh, I love it so much. Well, that I drive now, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was the uh, first movie that made you cry? Oh, oh man. God. I'll be honest with you. It's always Dad kid movies I love my dad lost my dad seven years ago so if it's about a dad loving his kid it's gonna get me but what's the first one I cried on a date in front of and I was embarrassed the lion king heck yeah
1: (laughs) yes there it is no that's a sleeper
2: we're gonna (laughs) oh man and you don't know it's coming and you're like a sophomore (laughs) in high school junior you don't want to do this I went on a date with... Oh, man. I just... The funny part is that girl and I are still such close friends. She went to Tanzania with me. I was just in Tanzania. And she went on a safari with me. We're still good friends. Liz Hurt. Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) Barrel Roller, are you hearing all the extra meat on the bone... We need to delve deeper into safari time in Tanzania. Yeah, yeah. That we're gonna save that. That's gonna be a nice sure. little tease for our next episode. Sauce, I can't thank you enough for a joining me, but it was a pleasure thank to you, meet sir. you. Pleasure to I play really you. Enjoyed it. Hey, for the barrel uh, for in honor of barrel roller, I'm Swan Fox. Hey, we'll see you back out here at the Ohio Cup. It's a dry heat.